Welcome to episode 90 of Drew's Sports Crew. Yes, episode 9010 away from number 100 here on the podcast. And myself, Drew Skyberg, bringing you the news here in the sports world. Of course, we'll be going through the EWC. We'll be touching on girls and boys basketball. We'll be talking about uh, recent you know, performances. We'll be talking about stat leaders, standing leaders on both sides. And then we'll be going through some Wisconsin sports. We call it the Wisconsin sports updates here. Right? We'll be talking about the Bucks and the Packers. We'll be rolling through. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I hope everyone had a great holiday weekend, right, with Thanksgiving. And, yeah, here we go. We are back in the sports world, right? We have, of course, Christmas in under a month. And we have a lot of big games coming up in the sports world, right? We have Marquette, Wisconsin, that rivalry this week. I believe it this Saturday um, is that rivalry game. But we got a great, you know, great amount of games of, you know, some great sports games going up, coming up here in the next few weeks. And I'm looking forward to covering them here on the podcast. But otherwise, we got to stick to some announcements before we get into those great things we got to talk about. Uh, first things first, right? We'll go through the schedule this week, right? You got me here. Monday morning around 10:30, and um, then you'll find me next here on the show. Um, it'll be probably tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll be doing uh, Drew's basketball crew. I'm debating. You know, I, I've mentioned this uh, potentially recording those Tuesday night for Wednesday because Wednesday we have a lot more games. We have a lot more quality games, right? So there's, you know, we'll we'll see how that rolls uh, for now. I think we're going to be rolling with Tuesday for this week. Uh, and then tomorrow at 5.30, we have Jade Herzer coming on, a Division three wrestler from Stevens Point. She'll be coming on, discussing her college, her journey, and how she ends up at Stevens Point. She'll talk about wrestling. It'll be, you know, it's an exciting episode. I'm really looking forward to it. And that, again, will be at 5.30 tomorrow night. We got that on Wednesday. You know how it works. Journey to a million. Well, we'll bring that to you around 545. It sounds like the time will be on that. Uh, and that 545 p.m. Uh, we'll be doing the drafts before the episode. Those will not be aired, uh, we'll, we'll, which then allows us. You'll still see our drafts. We'll st- still talk about last week's drafts. For example, we'll talk about how I went 4-1 and one in team picks uh, this past week. And um, then that gives us more time, of course, to discuss, you know, what the what the show's all about, football, right? So we'll be discussing football. We'll be take, doing our key takeaways. We'll be talking about, of course, sleepers for the week, start sit dilemmas, trade, trade analysis, trade advice, you know, classic journey to a million topics. Those will be your, brought your way Wednesday, again, around 5.45 p.m. But announcement-wise, that's kind of all I got here. Of course, you know, the hats on sale here, $15. This hat, Drew Sports Crew, or in the back. I did the wrong way. There it is. Journey million. Eh, down there. That's the hat you want. Um, the reflection, you know. But, um, yeah, $15 are those hats. Again, oh, I moved the wrong way again. It's just weird with it being flipped. Um, there it is, Journey million. Go get that hat, or you'll see me wear it Wednesday, so. Those are your updates. Let's roll into the sports world. Episode 90. Here we go. So in the Eastern Wisconsin Conference, we got to talk about basketball, of course, right? Football is coming on. We did that episode last week. Robert Schimmick came on, did a fantastic job. I lost my voice. Robert came in, was was able to talk a little bit for me. Um, and look, voice is back now, so we don't have that issue. 
That's actually like the first time that's happened on the air. So it's kind of, it was kind of embarrassing, but here we go. In the world of boys basketball, we'll start with, we don't have many games, right? We have, we had one week of games last week. We had some scrimmages for teams. So a team like Brilliant and Roncalli, you know, those two squads have not played an official game yet, but that changes all this week. But our one non-con, you know, game for each team, uh, we have some stat leaders already. So, Right now, it's I see Brady Richards. Um, I'd be of two rivers. Put up thirty nine in his first game. Um, I don't have any specific stats really on that, but he right now leads the conference in scoring. Of course, a performance like that will do it, just that. Jack Heckman twenty four a game puts him at number the number two spot. Cole Hoviet put up twenty one in his opener. He's at number three. Max Miller at number four with nineteen, and then. Will Forbringer uh, with 16 a game. In the rebound department, you guessed it, Grant Munns leading the way, 25 a game, Max Miller with 15. And then Will Forbringer uh, with 7 there. Um, Max Miller then with 3 assists. Austin Grube with 3 assists. And then Ryan Piarki with 3 assists. So that is your stat leaders. Again, standings, we'll go through them still. Of course, no conference games yet, but I can tell you, the teams that won and lost. Chilted and Keel both got the job done. Um, and they are both one and oh alongside two rivers. The teams that lost New Holstein lost their opener, Sheboygan Falls, and then Valders lost their opener. Uh, Sheboygan Falls lost to Plymouth. I can tell you that. I don't have I, I know Valders lost a really tough Plymouth team as well. And they lost only by six. Plymouth then Plymouth beat Sheboygan Falls by forty one. So, um, we have Ron. Ka- I can give you the openers. I'll give you the games this week. Then, for uh, on the boys' side, Algoma and Two Rivers square off tonight at 7 p.m. That's at Two Rivers High School, Chilton and Green Bay West on Tuesday, alongside Kiwani and Brilliant. Brilliant's opener against a tough Kiwani squad. It should be a great one there in Brilliant. Balders travels to Green Bay East, and then we have Brilliant. Traveling to Sheboygan Falls. We have our first set of conference games already coming up Thursday, December 1st. Well, here we go. It's Brilliant Sheboygan Falls, Kielmoo Holstein, Ron Colley Chilton, and Valders Two Rivers. Then you got a game this Friday. And then, of course, I'll touch on next week's game in next week's episode. So we have a Friday one. Sheboygan South travels to New Holstein. So that should be a tough task for the Huskies on that's on Friday. So that's, that is your boys basketball recap. Nice and brief so far. Only one game through, you know, for each, for mostly each squad. We have more games though for the girls side. We have um, some teams with four games, some with three, right? And some with two. So New Holstein is three and oh so far. And they are one known conference. Of course, we had the first conference game of the year at Pfizer Forum. Valders, New Holstein. We'll get to that game here in a second. Brilliant, though, is 1-1 one one overall. Chilton, 3-0 oh overall. Keel, 1-2. Ron Colley, 1-1. One one. Sheboygan Falls, 2-1. Two, two Rivers, 1-3. And, and then Valders, 0-4. Oh Let's go through the stats. Grace Shizzle is leading the way. Again, 26 a game for her through three games. Impressive stuff on her end. Allison Kakis, 24.5. She's averaging. Julia Beek is averaging 17.7. Addison Schweely, 17.7. And then Ad- Adeline Hurl, 17.3. In the rebound department, Peyton Grenzer 
leads the way. A familiar name from last year, 14.5 a game for her. Also, these other two, of course, Addison and Shwili set 12.3 rebounds a game. Adeline Hurlden with 12 in the assist department. Allie Kakis leads the way, 5.5 assists. Olivia Shu with 5. Mackenzie Schrader then rounds it out with 5 a game as well. Let's go in the schedule. Let's look at this past week. Let's look at the games. So we had that face-off on Friday. It was Valder's new Holstein at Pfizer Forum. Valder's puts up a fight against one of the top teams in the conference in New Holstein, though they lose 58-50 was the final there. Two Rivers traveled, or they hosted Cedar Grove, Belgium, a tough Cedar Grove, Belgium squad. They unfortunately lose their 88-51. Two Rivers, Denmark. Denmark gets the job done, 60-54. So I don't know if they had a, a face-off thing going on there, Friday and Saturday that was. We have them Plymouth and Sheboygan Falls. Sheboygan Falls gets the job done, 53-31. So. I don't know with both squads playing uh, Plymouth, Sheboygan Falls, both those games for on the boys' side happening too. Not sure what's going on there, but I can tell you we have some conference, more conference basketball here on Tuesday. So tomorrow night uh, we'll have brilliant New Holstein squaring off. Should be a good one in New Holstein. Sheboygan Falls, Keel, Two Rivers, Roncalli, and then Valders and Chilton. That's your first set of conference games. And then we got the one the games coming this Friday. So Tuesday, Friday is your schedule. Friday has Chilton, Sheboygan Falls, Keel, Brilliant, and the Holstein Two Rivers, and then Roncalli, Valders. So that will be your schedule. There's your stats, standings, all that report. It is all featured on Wisports.net. Those link that link will be down below. Of course, Wisports.net. Thank you to Wisports.net, WSN for all your sports info slash coverage for the EWC and let's roll here you know I was I was a quick 10 minutes through here but um not much really in this first week not not many conference games so it's hard to really talk about the game specifically right but let's roll we're gonna go to the the football side yep we're gonna get that done and over with the Packers um they put up do I dare say a fight against the Philadelphia Eagles I mean it was a seven point game it ended up being and I mean it felt like they were out of it. It really did, right? It felt like they were down two, three scores. Uh, but uh, the final score showed, I mean, they, they ended up competing. And um, the yard department, the first down department, says they did not. Philly put up 500 total yards throughout this game. You read, you heard that, right? 500 was the exact number on the dot. Green Bay puts up 342 yards. And then they got... 29 first downs did the Eagles compared to Green Bay's 19. So I would have thought this was a 2-3 score game. They also won the possession battle 35-34 to 24-26. So you're like, all right. They outgained them in yards. They had more first downs. And they had the ball 11 minutes longer. And yet it was still a game. And Green Bay had two turnovers. The Phillies won. So sometimes football, it's just it's just weird. I mean... You wouldn't expect that to kind of be the situation, but that it was. Um, of course, it was a sellout there in Philly. And, yeah, I mean, um, what happened was the Eagles moved to 10-1, and one, right? I mean, and the Packers fall to 4-8. and eight. So I want to talk about some main takeaways, though, in this game. I mean, I, I could give you go through the play-by-play, which I will here, the scoring summary. But um, the main takeaways for me was, of course, Rodgers exiting the game. He didn't look 
he was 11 for 16, you know, two touchdowns, two interceptions. So, you know, five of those incompletions, two of the five were interceptions. That doesn't look good. But credit where credit's due. I mean, I thought he played he played okay. I mean, I thought he played pretty good. Um, I'll touch on Jordan Love here in a second, but I think what opened up, you know, that those efficiency numbers, right, 11 for 16, um, was certainly that run game. Uh, A.J. Dillon getting the most usage he's gotten since week one. I liked how A.J. Dillon was getting targets on top of those carries. Um, he was averaging eight a carry. So I know people were questioning Dillon from a talent perspective. You know, is he talented? Like, is, is this was this due to you know offensive lines? Was this due to Rodgers being such a an effective you know uh, passer? Which could still be a valid argument, right? But look, I think Dillon's a just talented running back. I think you know uh, we got to look at what he did last year. He hasn't gotten those same usage, that same usage, but. With Jones' cap going up, I mean, there's a chance um, we could see Jones not on this team next year. I still think that's a possibility. I think, you know, the, the, what could be best for the team. Of course, Packers have a decision on other guys for cap space. Yeah, I think Bakhtiari being a big one. But I'd like to see where they move on that. Um, Aaron Jones still was effective, of course. Um, he was 12 for 43, 3.6 in attempt, but the passing game was where he was. He thrived. 3 for 56 with a receiving touchdown. Christian Watson also 4 for 110 with a touchdown. That 63-yard play for him. Uh, and then he, um, on. Well, let's go to Jordan Love. You know, he comes in that last fourth quarter and he looked good. You know, credit where credit's due, right? I mean, you could you could say you know he had some easy throws. You know, it was certainly guys were not really contested. But when he when he had to make some nice throws, he did. I mean, I believe Aaron Jones had a drop. There were some other ball balls that he threw that were you know they're on the money. I felt you know um, they were, they were certainly catchable balls is how I put it. But uh, Love looked that was probably the best Jordan Love has looked in any sort of action. Granted, he only threw the ball nine times, but that was that was the best he's ever looked. And um, I know like in competition, considering how he's looked in preseason and other games, he hasn't looked good. So um, throw that out there. Uh, Jalen Hurts on the passing side, he 16 of 28, two passing touchdowns, no picks. He was okay. You know, on the passing side, the well, where he was, you know, he dominated was the rushing side. He looked, he looked like the best or one of the best, if not the best running quarterbacks in the NFL in this game. Seven. 17 of 157, 9.2 in attempts is what that average is. Miles Sanders uh, was averaging 6.8 attempts, you know, as expected against the Packers. The rushing end, that's how it is. Two touchdowns for him. You know, it was good to see Kenneth Gainwell get in the action. Eight for 39 with a rushing touchdown. And yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts was, was basically a record-setting game for him on the running side, um, but... Yeah, on the receiving side, I mean, they still had, you know, Devontae Smith having nine targets, you know, was big for me. Um, A.J. Brown was number two on the team with six targets, four receptions for him, four, 46 yards, one touchdown. Smith was four for 50. Quez Watkins was the other one, three for 35 with a touchdown in this game. That's really all they needed. I mean, the, the defense was dominating for this Philadelphia, you know, a front seven. You want to say Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, you know, those guys, Son Reddick, 
I mean, this defense is very talented. They had, of course, Robert Quinn to it. Um, it was it's a dominating defensive front. Even the corners, right? Darius Slay. Uh, you got to credit him, of course. You know, some other guys too in that on that defense. But this defense is certainly top five unit in all of football. Putting Packers putting up thirty three points was was you know promising against that defense, but. Look, this is the NFL. Look, I mean, these guys. We we need wins. We need. Um, they didn't win the game. They're one and five on the road. They're four and eight overall. I mean, that's kind of where I would look at it. In the sack department, the Packers. Justin Hollins had a sack for them. Jaron Reed and Smith Preston Smith had each had a half sack. Um, Kingsley and Agbear looked good again. I'll throw that out there. Quay Walker probably had his best game of the year. Maybe. I mean, they might might be a stretch. It might be. Might be overinflating the um, fumble he returned, but eleven total tackles, four solo tackles, and he just he looked he looked pretty good out there. I mean, he looked he's starting to look like he's starting to have a feel for it. I'd say so. I liked I liked what I saw of him, um, and then Kashawn Nixon on the kick return side, averaging thirty four point four yards in attempts. I thought that was that was very good. I mean, he had. He had his best special team. The, the special teams, you know, kick return did the best they've done all year. Uh, that which was promising. Um, Quay Walker had his best game, right? I mean, I talked about AJ Dilling having his best game. Jordan Love looking good. This team still loses, though. Yeah, I still put up 40, or they still allowed 40 points. Um, this game was, what was it, 27 20 at half? Like, come on. It was, it was a shootout here in Philly. And again, I'll go through the recap one more time. I'll go through. I mean, I didn't go through it yet. Kenneth Gainwell, that four yard run to start the game. And then Miles Sanders with a 15 yard run that they go 13 nothing as Jake Elliott misses that second extra point. AJ Dillon, 20 yard touchdown run. They're 13 sevens the score. Randall Cobb then has that 11 yard pass received from Rodgers. 14 13 is the score. And of one Packers up. Miles Sanders gets another run here. 20 14. Aaron Jones gets that. Then that passing touchdown, 23 yards, 2020 is your score. Then Quez Watkins gets that 30-yard pass to end the first half, 27-20. Eagles are up. A.J. Brown gets on the board with the six-yard touchdown pass from Hertz, 34-20. Crosby gets a field goal, 34-23. Elliott answers with a field goal in the fourth, 37-23. And then we have Watson, that 63-yard pass from Jordan Love, 37-30 is your score. Elliott puts on that 54-yarder. 40 30. Crosby gets a 33 yard 40 33. That's your final again in Philly. And that was it. Um, so Packers, right? I mean, they go to four and eight. Um, just tough. Not really happy with the result. They do, though, have I see the Bears next Sunday. So you're hoping, right? I mean, you're on a two game losing streak now. Uh, Bears, Justin Fields' status is questionable. Packers' quarterback situation is questionable. Um, it could be Jordan Love under center next week. I, I don't think he will be, but uh, you have to admit it could be right now after what all, all the events that transpired. And the Packers, of course, get a much-deserved bye week, or much-needed, maybe not deserved, much-needed bye week the week after that Bears game. So that is your football talk there for the Green Bay Packers. Let's go to the Bucs. Let's talk about what's going on there. Um, it was an exciting week for the Bucs. 
Um, you know, you had four games we talked about. You, you, Robert and I both said three and one. We were, we were right. We got it right. We predicted the wrong game to lose, though. They lose that one against Chicago. You know, a little surprising there, but they beat Portland on Monday, one nineteen to one eleven. They lose on Wednesday to the Bulls. Uh, they, it was something. Nikola Vucevic and uh, Kobe White kept putting it. They put up threes to seal it. Three straight threes there. So they just played well in that last minute. That won the game. Of course, there's other plays, but that last minute was key for them. Cleveland, they beat 117-102 in comeback fashion on Friday. Awesome game. That second half was wild. Then on Sunday, we had just yesterday, they played Dallas. And they answered, you know, we were wondering how they would compete against Luka, right? And 124-115 was the final. Giannis put up 30 in that one, 30-11. Holiday with six assists in that. But the games this week, we got three only. And we have one on prime time. We got ESPN on Friday against the Lakers. So it's a lone home game this week, but they go to New York on Wednesday. They face the Knicks. They're 6:30 tip for them. Then after the New York Knicks game, they go and play the Los Angeles Lakers. That's Friday, 6:30 p.m. Then from the Los Angeles Laker game, they go and they face they go to Charlotte. They play Charlotte at five o'clock. And those games then, right? The one on Wednesday, 6.30, on Friday, 6.30, and then on Saturday, 5 p.m. I'm intrigued to see um, this back-to-back. So it's, right, you play the Lakers, 6.30, game gets done probably 8.39. Uh, and then you got to go to Charlotte the next day, play a game at 5. I wonder how many players will be rested in that game. Uh, there's a chance. I could totally see it. I mean, you could see Giannis be out with knee soreness. You could see a player be out, you know. I could that, that's kind of a rest game I feel for the Bucks, so I, that could be the one they lose. I'm going I I'm going two and one this week. Um, I think they beat New York and the Lake and the Lakers, but I think they lose one of the back to backs. It's just you know playing the back to backs in the NBA. It's unfortunate, not fun, and you can certainly those are games where you, you can just lose. You can get picked off by a team. That's right. This is the NBA, so that is where I would go with that. Otherwise, it sounds like Chris Milton. I sound like a broken record, but this week it sounds like we'll be getting Milton back. I really think that's the case. Um, of course, he was out yesterday. Abaka was out yesterday, and then we know Joe Ingles will be re- returning in. Yeah, he'll be returning in January sometime. Is what they believe for that. Um, otherwise, I mean, it's the it's the main squad. Um, Grayson Allen was hot yesterday. Uh, of course, they've been exploring him in a trade scenario, so I'm wondering what, how that would transpire, or if that will take place. Pat Conton being back is another takeaway, but you got to like the Bucks, 14-5 and five right now, first in the Central Division. And then regarding conference-wise, um, they are looking... I mean, it's them and the Celtics, really, those one, two. Let me pull it up here. Boston right now is sitting 16-4, and four, so there you go. There's the – that's kind of the standings we're looking at. And it's loading still, but, yeah, it's Celtics 16-4, and four, Bucks 14-5, and five, Cavs 13-7, and seven, Pacers 11-8, and, and then Hawks 11-9, 76ers 11-9. 
And then the play-in, the four teams there, Raptors 10-9, Washington Wizards 10-10, then Brooklyn Nets 10-11, and the Miami Heat rounded out there 10-11, right? 10 teams make the playoffs now. There you go. There's your Eastern Conference report for the playoffs. Bucks looking good there. They are up right now four games out of the play-in, and they're up five-and-a-half-ish overall, depending on tiebreaker with the New York Knicks. It could be six, six-and-a-half, but... Again, that will wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg. Uh, remember Fantasia Sports. Uh, there's a referral code down below. You know, you want to check that out. They do, they've been doing a lot of giveaways. So I'll throw that in there. Thrive Fantasy as well. If you want to start your journey to a million, use promo code J2M and you get an awesome offer, right? That all that's all down below. You get that deposit match, you get free, you get free entry tickets. It's a wonderful deal, right? For you know, going on Thrive and you know, make it doing the contest that you do on any other app. So go check that out. And again, at Drew Sports Crew is where you can find the Instagram, Twitter, you know, Drew Sports Crew is the Facebook, TikTok, at Drew Sports Crew. We have great stuff up on there. Just go follow us on the social media. We got a giveaway coming up soon, you know, for social media. So if you get it done now, you, you have half the battle done. You just got to send it in. I'll release more details on that at a later date. But then also five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or just leave a written review. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And again, that'll wrap it up for myself, Drew Skyberg, on this Monday morning. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.